0: the profit constructors presents construction junction the junction between accounting and construction please welcome our host tanya schulte
1: welcome to this new edition of the construction junction podcast i am your host tanya schulte I'm so glad to be back with you again. It's always fun to dive into new subjects and learn about new things on this podcast. And what we're going to be talking about today is something that so many construction companies have to deal with at one point or another. Um, It comes around again and again in conversations I have with folks where they just don't understand this particular subject. Uh, they get confused around how to prepare reports for it, um, and if you understand at all what I'm talking about, you might have already guessed what it is. It's certified payroll, um, and if you're sitting out there in a construction junction listener land and you've ever had to prepare a certified payroll report, whether that's one or many, as some of our clients have to do, um, you know that they can be a bear to put together. And so today we're going to be talking about um, a new solution, new to me, not a new solution, but a solution that was new to me that I just found out about actually this year. And when I did find out about it, I was shocked that I, first of all, never heard of them before, but also at um, the amazing way in which they take uh, data, raw data from your payroll and or timekeeping system, Um, and convert it into some really uh, great reports. And when I say really great, they're great, they're great reports, but these are like the standard reports that you need for certified payroll. And so the great part about it truly is that you can take that data um, and automate all of that data entry. And that is the amazing piece of this solution. So if you have ever, needed to prepare a certified payroll report or worked on any prevailing wage jobs this is definitely an episode that you're going to want to listen to and i will say if you're sitting out there and you're going "Mm, i'm not sure our company doesn't do very many or doesn't ever do prevailing wage jobs i'd say take a listen anyway because i know that right here in our city of phoenix there are multiple um, Municipality. So I say the city of Phoenix, meaning like the large area, the large, you know, uh, metropolitan area of Phoenix. There are several cities that are suburbs to Phoenix um, that have brought this up as something that they may want to introduce here in Arizona where uh, any jobs you might want to do for the city. There are some school boards that are talking about here in our uh, local Phoenix area that want to bring this in as a school board. So you may think that prevailing wages is something that you ever will have to deal with, but I would say take a listen anyway and learn how amazingly simple Points North makes this, and that will either help you decide if you want to make a strategic move into doing more of the prevailing wage type jobs or help you be aware of a great system and solution that's out there at any point in the future where your company feels compelled or feels the need to move into that that space as well. Um, And hopefully, even if you're not doing them now, if you listen to this whole episode and really learn about um, how Points North does what they do, that'll get you, uh, you know, you store that away in your memory banks so that you can remember, oh yeah, we need to go to this prevailing wage job. We better not even think about doing it until we've looked at this as a solution because it is a really fantastic solution. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. And when I come back, we'll talk with Nick over at Points North. We'll be right back.
0: If you would like to share your company or product on the Construction Junction, email hello at theprofitconstructors.com to become a sponsor.
1: One. Welcome back for our second segment of our episode here of the Construction Junction with Points North. Um, Nick is joining me from Points North. Nick, welcome.
2: Thank you very much.
1: Uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Tell us a little bit. Let's just start, let's dive right in. Tell us about Points North. Kind of what is it and why was it created? I think that that piece of why was it created is always so important to understanding what a software does.
2: Sure. Well, Points North being the name of our company, we're now, I want to say, 25, 26 years old as a company and uh, really started out as a custom software development shop way back when. And, as time was progressing the the software systems that were being kind of built as one-offs and, and sold to different clients it became pretty evident that there was a commercial need for some of the products that we were building, and so we were able to create those products as cloud-based systems and start actually marketing and selling those products and one of those products is called certified payroll reporting which is the product we have that's geared towards the construction space it's always been our key growth product the one that we have a lot of different partnerships on and so it's been interesting to watch that unfold from really kind of a custom need over two decades ago to now uh, our key franchise, as we refer to it.
1: Yeah, I, I think that you have told me this before in the past when you know i've talked that really you know you're this this shop that does these custom bills that's how you sort of brew. but yeah you just said this is your your largest platform that everybody really uh, knows when i talk to anybody in the construction industry or in the construction accounting space if i say points north they're immediately connecting it to certified payroll
2: yeah points north and certified payroll company and product names have certainly become somewhat synonymous over the years yeah absolutely yeah
1: well that's awesome because i think you guys are really really great at what you do so if you had to just say like one number one reason for why construction companies should know about points north and your certified payroll product what would that be
2: it would definitely be in case let's even just say in case you're thinking about even wanting to take on a prevailing wage job at some point let alone if you already have them and you're trying to deal with the compliance aspect Mm -hmm. being aware of our solution and how it can really automate that pay period based compliance requirement is just a total game changer for clients that have that need, whether it's even just one prevailing wage project, or you know, hundreds or thousands of prevailing wage projects that are unfolding every single pay period. Having an awareness of a system that can help automate that really burn some reporting requirement is important.
1: So, before we get too far down these roads, because I know there's probably a lot of listeners that are in the construction space, they're like, "Ah, oh, prevailing wage. Oh, don't even go there." Um, maybe there's some that are out there that are saying now what is this prevailing wage so can you explain kind of what prevailing wage is before we go too far down that path and talk about
2: absolutely that? i've gone pretty good at the kind of 30 second summation on this over the last decade so basically the way i like to describe it is back from the 1930s there's a federal law called the davis bacon act and that's the law that created the requirement to pay what are called prevailing wages when you work on a government-funded construction or public works job And not only do you have to pay those wages properly from a true payroll standpoint, but after each and every pay period concludes, you'll have to do very specific reporting that indicates for that project, the employees that were performing work on that project, and the hours that they were working, the type of work they did, their paycheck details, and the summation of their compensation. And when you sign a report like that, submit it to the government agency responsible for the project, that's when you're quote unquote certifying that you were compliant with all the aspects of what you had, had to adhere to from a prevailing wage standpoint. So that's where our system gets involved is in the generation of those prevailing wage reports. But at a high level, it basically means you take on a government funded job, you'll have to make sure you're paying the appropriate rates and then reporting the fact that you did that after each paper.
1: Yeah, and you specifically mentioned the Davis-Bacon Act, but I think where it can get very complicated and where Points North really shines at helping people is it's not just that federal act. Now, then, there are multiple states, uh, counties, (laughs) municipalities that have all enacted their own type of prevailing wage acts or rules, laws, regulations across the country, right?
2: Absolutely. Uh, Going on almost 100 years now since the Davis-Bacon Act, and all those related acts at the state municipal level, they've definitely added to the complexity of uh, not only just adhering to the prevailing wage from a payroll standpoint but then all these various report formats that have come into existence over that period of time as well if you're going to work in multiple states or specific states that have really difficult or complex reporting formats it certainly adds to the degree of difficulty around this
1: mm-hmm. yeah and i think it can be really advantageous and we have several clients who have gone down the path of wanting to take on some of those government uh, projects um but so they there it's a good place to be in a good way to go if you can strategize around that but also I think before jumping into that and I really like that you said that like if you're all considering going down that path it's good to know what's going to be required of me and how will I be able to fulfill those requirements in a way that's not going to just be heavily administratively taxing to the entire company
2: Absolutely we get uh as you can imagine people who have been doing provisional wage jobs for quite some time and now they're in the solution mode trying to find something to make life easier but we get an awful lot of people who are also just considering getting involved in that space and they're uh somewhat hesitant around the compliance requirements that they've heard about right do i really even want to take on this this type of job because i've heard that the reporting and the compliance is so difficult and you know without a software solution that integrates to payroll it certainly is difficult but once they kind of have that ability to assess what it can look like if they put some automation in place then all of a sudden it's not so difficult to go get those jobs and they've got a much higher degree of confidence around their ability to adhere to that requirement that they're going to have every pay period so yeah we certainly see quite a bit of that
1: yeah i know that when i used to deal with this on a regular basis for several of the large corporations that i worked for back in the day um, there were times where we would hire one person (laughs) whose whole job was literally just to make sure that we were staying on track with the correct forms, the correct formatting, the actual correct calculations. Um, we would sometimes just have one person whose whole job was to do certified payroll. It wasn't that amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we just
2: brought a client on recently who they they had a team of four people who were kind of tasked with that exact same thing. It's, wow. it's still so common. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's amazing to me that they're, you know, even like I always thought it was ridiculous we had to hire one person. I of mentioned like whole teams of people having to handle all this. So let's kind of talk about that then. What impact do you think it can really have, especially for some of these smaller construction companies? Again, when they want to go down this path and maybe uh, do some things that can be really advantageous to them by taking on some of these government projects, what impact can it have if they're, you know, well, first of all, let's talk about what impact can it have if they're not using Points North?
2: Yeah, the uh, the key thing I would like to start with, right, is compliance risk. Because if you're not using a solution to automate this type of reporting, the odds of you producing a report that's either out of date, in the wrong format, doesn't have the right detail on it and in the right spot, right? The odds of you producing something like that go up dramatically. And so the ability to have a solution that uh, maintains all those various report formats, keeps them current and compliant and understands where all the appropriate data elements need to belong, right? That right there just really mitigates the the risk of producing something that's either out of date or just not compliant. If you take a report like that and submit it, you know, it'll be turned right back around and uh, rejected until the right one's produced, and then those pay periods start to stack up quickly, right? Because it's pay period-based reporting. So that's always the first and foremost thing I like to to talk about. The second thing is uh, certainly just the time and energy that goes into this the federal format the one put out by the department of labor there's language on there that actually says that they estimated it'll take you 55 minutes <laughs> to produce that report uh, you know for one project yeah. and I actually happen to think it can take longer yeah. if you're doing it manually and so time savings which of course translates into cost savings uh that's certainly a big area as well
1: yeah i love that you brought up first the compliance piece because i think that sometimes we can focus on, well, it's just going to be time-consuming, it's going to be a headache, Um, but ultimately, like, if people aren't in compliance, what kind of things will they face? You know, are there penalties, fines? What's what's the result
2: of that? Yeah, the, you know, this is an extreme example, obviously, but if there was a famous case a couple years back, if you falsify a report like this, you know, the government's not shy at all about pursuing criminal penalty on that, because it really gets into that whole labor, Violation space and they're very serious about that type of thing. And I remember an example of uh, an employer falsifying a federal WH three four seven report, making it look as if they'd paid the proper prevailing wage rate, but then they forced the employees to give them a, a kickback, so to speak, on that rate. They produced those uh, reports and signed them, so they were fraudulent, and they actually got a two-year prison sentence for that. Yeah, yeah, that's on the extreme end. More common would be. Uh, something like one one of our clients had a couple of years back they got behind on the reporting and just based on their size and kind of the way that they did business they weren't quite sure who was responsible for doing the reporting and so it got out of date and they very quickly had you know seven figure amount held up to them as far as their payments that were owed for that project that's much more common is to have the payments owed to you held up until you're current on the reporting right and they happen to need a very specific report format and so of me that was uh you know that was something where we were able to help them very quickly but uh if you get behind on the reporting and it's not done in the right format your payments are almost virtually certain to be held up to you
1: yeah i actually not that long ago just heard a horror story from someone that's in my construction junction accounting roundtable that we do which you're familiar with as well um, but someone there said that they would had a client that had recently called them and said hey can you please help me prepare these certified payroll reports and the accountant's response was, for whom? You don't have any employees. You sub everything out. <laughs> there was a much longer story that went along with that. But yeah, but ultimately, the, the owner of the business either didn't understand what he was being asked for or was trying to do something fraudulent. I don't really know. But you know, yeah, I think there's a lot of parts and pieces of prevailing wage and uh, certified payrolls that people just don't even understand um so to that point when someone uh onboards with points north how do you guys kind of onboard someone and help them get up to speed and know what is going on
2: that's a good question i have always been of the opinion that in order to properly onboard a client to a system like this you have to have real people involved in in doing that and so we have a uh, an implementation team i mentioned earlier that we have different products at points north we have an implementation team that specifically implements only our certified payroll reporting product and so as we bring new clients on to that product one member of that team is aligned to them from day one all the way through to their generating what they would deem completed finalized certified reports that they're able to take and submit to the relevant parties so we have somebody uh handhold them through that process so to speak all the way through and importantly in relation to what they're doing from a payroll and or timekeeping system standpoint we've become very well versed in speaking those system languages as well because that's really where we're sourcing the data that we have to leverage to get these reports generated correctly so we align one person one specialist all the way through that project until the client's completely implemented i love that
1: we kind of talked about like what's the number one sort of reason that they should be paying attention to this. What do you think is the number one benefit that people often see after onboarding with you guys?
2: After they've onboarded with us, the number one benefit that we hear about from the client specifically is the amount of time we save them. Yeah, Because it can literally go uh, from hours and hours and hours. I think, uh, I remember a client tell me once I spent 20 hours just keying data into a certain o- online portal, a California state Department of Industrial Relations portal, 20 hours a week just for a couple of jobs. And after we put the system in place for them, they told us it literally went from 20 hours a week down to five minutes because they're simply processing payroll, coming into our system, clicking a button and producing those reports that they can just now load into that portal, eliminate totally the need to key in data. So it's it's always very impactful to clients, no matter what their processes, their payroll system, or the reports they need to produce, to take it from what they're doing manually mm-hmm. to putting in place automation.
1: Yeah. And something I was just going to say, something you just said, not only are you saving them that, you know, 19 hours and you know 45 minutes a week, right? But you're also saving them from the potential of accidentally keying something in wrong. That's right. So yeah, not doing that fraudulent thing, but, but the automation of it, to me, is so, so important. that if you're taking straight from the source data of what they paid in payroll, you know, straight from the, the data in all their systems about what the hours were, and now all of that data is being collated in your system and pushed out to something that goes straight into the portal, Now there's far fewer places in that system where somebody can just sit there and type something in that's incorrect into the into the California system
2: so that's exactly it it's. uh, You know it's one thing to have the automation around a technology to generate these types of things, but the the real key benefit is that translation of payroll data and time data, depending on the client setup Right. right from those systems ultimately to the report format yeah pass right through exactly what transpired from a payroll standpoint and and eliminate the risk of, you know, miskeying something or mm -hmm, exactly. I
1: love that. I think one of the key points about something you just said too, that's really fascinating to me is that because you guys come, I think, I think because you guys come from that background of having mostly created a lot of custom systems, you guys are pretty software agnostic when it comes to what points north uh certified payroll system can and and you know you can mostly work with almost anything that's out there when it comes to payroll systems accounting systems pretty much everything
2: yeah that's absolutely right we have clients that use everything you can imagine and we built some great partnerships with certain payroll providers over the years and time systems but uh our real premise is that our clients and we have them in all 50 states can elect to utilize the payroll and timekeeping systems that they prefer, which oftentimes there's reasons completely unrelated to anything having to do with prevailing wage. And so they can utilize the systems they prefer. Our product and our team will be able to leverage data from those systems, no matter what they are, and uh, bring it over into our platform, allow them then to generate their reports. So agnostic is is absolutely the word to describe it. Mm I
1: love that. I want to know more about kind of how users are using that, so let's take a quick break and then let's bring on someone who's actually using the system and find out a little bit more about how it's all going down.
0: Hey, are you an accountant or bookkeeper in deep on the construction industry niche? Or maybe you're just thinking about throwing your hat in the ring? We here at Construction Junction also host a roundtable over at Roundtable Labs just for construction types like you. This isn't a workshop or seminar, instead we dive deep into the issues faced in this niche and the firms that serve them. We tackle topics together by crowdsourcing our experiences and areas of expertise. We also support each other when things get tough. Think of it as a cross between a mastermind and support group for financial types that you didn't know you needed. So if you're looking to build better construction clients as you build a better accounting business, give us a try.
1: Welcome back to our third segment of this episode of the Construction Junction podcast. I'm still joined by Nick uh, from Points North talking about their certified payroll processing system. And now we're also being joined by a user of that system, um, Kelly with the Bay Alarm Company in Concord, California. Kelly, welcome. Thank you. So glad to have you here.
3: Glad to be here.
1: Tell us a little bit about Bay Alarm, what you guys do.
3: Um, Bay Alarm is an alarm company. We provide provide security systems for residential and commercial uh, buildings.
1: Okay, awesome. How long has Bay Alarm been in business?
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm asking a hard question.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so bad. No, it's all good. A long time, I do. A, a
3: really long time. It's a family owned business. Um, I'm gonna tell you actually, you know what? I know this answer. 75 years. We just awesome. celebrated our 75th year.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yes, that's cool. Um, and so how long have you guys, or if you know the answer, maybe it's before your time even, but it sounds like you guys do a lot of prevailing wage. How long have you guys been needing to do prevailing wage projects?
3: That I don't know, but it was a few years before I started. I started um Three years ago, I've been here three years, April.
1: Congratulations.
3: Thank you. And um, when I came on board, uh, they were basically creating their certified payroll reports in Excel. The w, uh, three, WH-347 was actually an Excel form. So yeah. the employees were key, hand-keying it, doing data entry. And I said, "Okay, I'm not going to be able to keep these people if we keep this up. So I went on a search and found Points North.
1: (laughs) I love it. So when you went on the search, how did you find Points North?
3: I just Googled um, certified payroll companies and they came up in a search. I contacted someone Um, at that time. We were, um, were using ADP Vantage. We're still using ADP Vantage. But that at that time, they didn't have um, a program that worked with Vantage. They only had it with Workforce Now. Mm-hmm. And so they told me, you know, give us a few months and we'll create an interface for you. And they did, and it was just a few months.
1: Love that. And we
3: were able to implement.
1: I absolutely love that. Uh, This is one of the things that makes my heart sing is when software companies are that versatile and able to kind of work. And again, like Nick and I uh, were talking about the last segment, like being able to be agnostic with what they use, but also being able to kind of really step up to what you guys are using and make it (laughs) awesome. So uh, before you kind of Decided to go with Points North. Was there anything that made you hesitant or made you think maybe this wasn't the right fit? Or did you think from the beginning, no, these are the guys I need to work with?
3: Um, I looked at a few companies and was hesitant with those companies. So after, you know, a little bit of due diligence, asking what they offered, what, you know, the implementation looked like, uh, I decided to go with Points North.
1: Great, great points. What about the implementation things or the things that they offered kind of led you more and more towards points north? Uh,
3: the time it was going to take and then how simple it was. Mm-hmm. And you know, you get into these things and they tell you, oh, it's gonna take a few weeks. And you know, you're like, okay, so a few weeks will probably be a few months, but it was actually just a few weeks. And well, they took our information, did what they had to do. They did the testing uh, for a pay period for us and where they did everything and we watched. And then the next pay period, we did it while they watched. And then the third pay period, we just called if we had questions. So basically, it was just a few weeks to implement.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. Is that a typical time frame, you think, Nick, for implementations or does that? There. Yeah,
2: absolutely. One of the uh, <clears throat> one of the key things is look at clients who are already set up on a payroll platform, right? So they're processing payroll, just like Kelly was experiencing. And then we can very quickly get them up and running. You know, we like to observe at least a pay period or two, make sure it's working properly. And then if we have a client who's coming on board who's just considering a pay period, or excuse me, a payroll system, and they want to make sure our solution will be part of that payroll implementation, then we'll work right inside that payroll implementation timeframe. And whatever that time frame is, you know, we'll be Totally implemented by the time the payroll's up and running and live.
1: Love it. Mm-hmm. Kelly, when you were searching for them, you already mentioned kind of like the aspect that everything was in an Excel form. So there was some manual data entry happening. Mm-hmm. Was that kind of the number one pain point you were trying to solve?
3: It, it was the number one, but uh, coming up the rear <laughs> was getting that information into also the DIR system or um the other systems that may have been required for that certified payroll job whether it was LCP tracker, elations, or you know,
1: yeah.
3: companies like that, you know, uh being able to have an import we can import into that system or import directly into the DIR um if needed. I
1: love that. So Yeah. folks out there who are listening who maybe aren't as familiar with those, what are the types of programs that you're talking about, like elations and things like that? What are those programs that you're trying to import into?
3: Those are contractors sometimes to ensure they're compliant. Use companies like LCP Tracker, elations, and there's another one. I can't think of the name of it, but it's those top three um, that they use to ensure they're compliant. So some of the Finds that Nick had mentioned earlier, you know, they don't get them. So um, those type of companies, if they don't use a compliance uh, company they'll use or where someone actual actually is um, looking at all the documents, they use this computer system where you upload it and it verifies, say, for example, uh, a prevailing wage rate is $30. You upload that report. They want to check that report to make sure we paid that $30 an hour.
1: Gotcha. Um, so that's a couple things. The, the uh, ability to not have to key in data, the ability then to automate the import of that data into all the other systems that people are asking you on a fairly regular basis to upload things. How uh, often are you needing to prepare certified payroll reports regularly
3: uh weekly
1: yeah weekly and so so you guys are doing a ton of prevailing wage stuff
3: um we have about 20 to 25 jobs a week mm-hmm. um and that can be a lot because it could be multiple employees working on a job and um yeah it's it's been a big help yeah. um uh, the payroll specialist that was basically um, keying the initially keying the certified payroll information into a WH347 that we created in Excel was, you know, working 25, 30 hours a week just on that piece. Um, So after we were able to implement what points North, I mean, she's done within a couple of hours, if that, and that's the whole process. And that's creating the uh, WH-347, uploading it to um, whatever certified payroll company, if, you know, that is required, and uploading it to the DIR and getting the receipt and then, you know, the entire process.
1: I love that. So for you guys, what a huge time savings. Yes. And how you're able to have her work on other probably far more productive projects within your office. Exactly.
3: And I've been able to retain her, you know, Um, that was the big thing, you know, Uh, when uh, after the pandemic, you saw a lot of people, you know, changing jobs, she was not part of that great resignation, you know, she's still here. (laughs) And that was a big thing.
1: Yeah, because she's not bored out of her mind, doing the same thing over and over. Exactly. This is too much. I can't keep up with all of it. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. Um, are there things that you still would like to know more about in Points North? Are there various aspects of it that you maybe haven't explored yet?
3: Um, some of the things we quite haven't explored is um, some of the other forms that are required from certified payroll jobs. I know they're in there, but um, the nature of our business, a lot of times we're um, it's not really required things like the DAS-140 to DAS-142. For example, our fire inspectors, you know, they go out to um, inspect, you know, the fire alarm systems or the um what's that thing called? <laughs> the fire extinguisher, you know, things yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, you really don't need apprentices for that job because right. it's only one person. They take maybe 15, 20 minutes to do the inspection. So those forms aren't really required. But for those, you know, I see things are starting to pick up um, and we're starting to add more prevailing wage jobs. Those needs for those type of forms are gonna become um, more regular. Mm -hmm. So um, I look forward to seeing how they, they can help us with that. I know they're there, we just haven't used them yet.
1: So, Nick, let me turn to you because uh, Kelly's unfamiliar with that. What are the forms she's describing? Let's first talk about what they are and how how are they helpful?
2: Yeah, I'm actually glad Kelly said that the way she did, because part of what we've done over the years is we've added now more what we call summary reports to the system. We have our pay period reports, which uh, just by their nature are created by these government agencies to show a pay period's worth of data. And so we, uh, you know, have the majority of our clients using those formats week in and week out. It's another key thing Kelly mentioned. This is a basically a weekly reporting yeah. requirement, which is a little bit different than most compliance reporting. You don't have to do it quite so often and touch it so frequently. And so those paper-based reports are happening every single week. These summary reports over the years, clients would say, you know, you have all this data in your system, things like uh, ethnicities and, uh, you know. Total hours being worked by certain work classifications, that sort of thing. Could you also let us produce this report that's not specifically for one pay period, but that summarizes that type of data? So we've got now a whole multitude of those types of reports in our system. And there's some really specific ones uh for California, like Kelly alluded to. And uh the summary reporting is is a very valuable thing for clients and sometimes. It's not the first thing that uh, they focus on, just because getting the pay period based reporting underway and taken care of is the primary focus. But once there's some time to start looking at those summary reports, clients certainly find those valuable.
1: That's amazing. And honestly, I don't think in all the time we've talked, to Nick, that I even knew that you guys had that capability in the system. So that's a really cool mm-hmm. feature. Also, Kelly, to to something that you spoke about earlier, on, because you said you're you're not necessarily sending out apprentices, but on your pay period, on your regular pay period reports do you have this is something that I often that I remember from back in my certified payroll days because we don't do it as much at our firm anymore, Um, but also I hear a lot of our accountants that struggle with is like what if you have multiple if you have a journeyman and a foreman and an apprentice on the same job like keeping up with what their rates are supposed to be at that particular prevailing wage location, how does points north kind of help with that.
3: That's the thing. Unfortunately, we're in the process of upgrading our time clock here at Bay Alarm. So the multiple rates issue is something we're currently working on. So I can't answer that right now. <laughs> but once it's finished, we will be fully automated. <laughs> oh, I
1: love that. So I want to dig into that a little bit more. So what's what's the holdup that currently is is keeping you guys from being able to, to do that?
3: We wow. have an in-house time clock um, specifically because of job costing, mm-hmm. and um, that's the reason why we have it. And it needs to be upgraded. Um, IS is doing it. Um, I just don't know how finished when they'll be finished, and I'll just say that. <laughs> but it's um, it's on the list. <laughs> I so did. i'm I'm basically on the list. That's what the holdup is. Got they it. have um some other upgrades that they're working on, you know, to the security systems because of everything that's going on. you want to make sure that, you know, uh, our customers are safe. So that's what they've been mainly focusing the project the different. I.T. projects on and uh, hopefully in a few months we'll be able to get the uh, time clock system and then I can go back to Nick and ask for help with that
1: gotcha so Nick and when that time comes house points north can be able to kind of help and make sure that those rates are going in properly and we've got the correct classifications
2: so going back a little bit to the history on the system right we started just as what I like to refer to as a post payroll system right? Mm-hmm. Meaning by the time you're coming into our system your pay period has been completed All the hours were worked Uh, the rates to pay were understood and were paid and everything's processed through payroll gross paying deductions exist right it's time to translate all this data all this detail onto these various prevailing wage reports right well over the last five years or so we've added to our system what we call pre-payroll functionality so there's still a pay a payroll system in the middle right but on the pre-payroll side what we can allow clients to do is really two key things store and manage all their various prevailing wage rates and fringe rates directly in our system and do it by project, by work class, by employee combination of those levels, just like the example you gave Tanya, mm-hmm. maybe you'll have employee John Smith working some hours on Project ABC as a carpenter, mm-hmm. then he's going to work some hours on Project XYZ as an electrician
3: mm-hmm. and that
2: might even be in the same day right And so the idea of managing those rates in our system, allows clients then to take their time data, bring it to our system before payroll. And uh, we have many clients who are using a time system that differs from their payroll system. That's perfectly fine with us. And some clients even do time still manually. So they just key that data in our system. However, the time data comes to us before payroll, we can apply the appropriate rates to those hours and get all that costed detail then sent into the client's payroll system. So it populates in there, a starting point to process payroll making sure that all the appropriate rates are aligned to all the different hours that different employees might have worked during that pay period.
1: I love that. You mentioned a word that I went, oh, ding, while we were talking, because we've been talking a lot about pay rates and you know what is the journeyman paid? What's his pay rate? But you said fringe a minute ago, which is also something very important on these certified payroll reports. What is fringe? What does it mean? And why is it so important?
2: Sure. Yeah, my my really high level overview of prevailing wage at the beginning, right, when you get a little bit down to the next layer of detail, that prevailing wage rate in total, you can have different uh, aspects encompassing what counts towards that rate, so to speak, uh, with different fringe benefits being an example. A fairly straightforward example would be something like every time that uh, an employee performs certain hours on a certain project or work class, there's going to be a contribution of X dollars per hour towards their dental plan or towards their retirement fund, something like that. And in certain reports, we'll want to see that fringe detail. And different reports will want to see it different ways. Some of them want to see the rate per hour. Some of them want to see the fact that for this pay period, John Smith worked 10 hours and the rate was $2 an hour. So show us $20 being paid towards this fringe. So yes, certain reports are very, very particular about making sure that that fringe data is totally understood and uh, is being reported properly.
1: Yeah. Which again, I think goes back to something that you said earlier, Kelly, about you know, taking all of this time to put all this data together. If you don't truly understand every box, or you know, sometimes the box have a slash in the <laughs> if you don't truly understand what needs to go in every single piece of this report, it can be very Daunting to just look at the report and go, "What am I doing?" And then again, like if you're hand keying that in in Excel, it can be so easy to just be one column over and think you're in this column or whatever the case may be. Um, I love the idea of being able to automate that. Kelly, is there something that you would like to ask Nick, or something that uh, you've come across where you you could use some more additional help in points north?
3: Um. Until we get our time clock issue together, I don't have it. <laughs> no, every like you know, I don't mean to you know sound like I'm just blowing smoke, but I mean the implementation just went that well. So, and we haven't had any problems. I think we had to call twice to ask a question on how to do something that maybe we missed during um um the training piece but ever since it's been smooth
1: selling. So for anybody who's just listening and not able to view this on YouTube, I'm just gonna say that while Kelly's been saying that last sentence, Nick's just been like, "Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm-hmm. There's no other questions, move on. I'm just so
2: happy that Kelly's had the experience she's had with this. And she certainly is one of our more proficient users that I can say that, but uh, yeah, we appreciate the comments, Kelly. And I will note, I think I neglected to mention this earlier, after a client's implemented, and then any support or any questions or anything that comes up post implementation, whether it's an hour later or you know a year later, 10 years later, we have our own support team. So a different team of people that implement the product. Uh, we have a separate team that just supports it. And that's important for us, too, because as clients are dealing with so many different payroll and time systems and sometimes changing those systems around, that sort of thing. It's uh, it's key for us to make sure that the client is able to access somebody on our team. To ask any questions to like uh, this time changeover that Kelly's alluding to that's coming in the future that sort of thing can be common for our client base, so we do like to make sure that we're. Uh, providing our own support in relation, not just to our software and our technology, but also some of these processes that go about uh, you know relating to the payroll and time systems
1: yeah well guys, thank you so much for this conversation. I, as you know, Nick, I've I've been a pan, uh, a pan, I've been a fan of Points North since the very beginning, whenever I first sort of stumbled across it as I was doing some uh, research, but I'm not a user and I didn't, I'm not in it every day. So thank you, Kelly, so much for sharing your insights, the ease of use, the ease of implementation. Those are all really great things to hear outside of my own experience of what I've seen inside Points North, it's good to know that they really truly are living up to what they tell me they can do. (laughs) (laughs)
3: They truly do.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you guys both so much for joining us today. Nick, if someone wants to find out more about Points North, what should they do?
2: Well, we'd always direct them to uh, either our company website, which is points-north.com or our product specific website, certifiedparellreporting.com. We'd be more than happy to have somebody connect uh, and answer any and all questions that somebody who's interested in the system might have.
1: Awesome, thank you so much. Thanks both of you for joining us today.
2: Have a great day. Thank you very much. Take care.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Construction Junction. To find out more about the junction between accounting and construction, please email hello at
3: theprofitconstructors.com.